0: Welcome to the Consulting Lifestyle Podcast. I am your host, Diogène Tirandekoura. On this show, you will discover the realities, the successes, and the struggles of business management and information technology consultants in the fast-moving B2B world. So stay tuned if you want to know more about what it takes to have a consulting lifestyle. In this episode, I'm going to do three things. The first is I will explain some of the initiatives that have been made by huge and emerging tech companies uh, during the COVID-19, as well as um, mentioning what the Canadian government uh, has decided to do uh, to help small businesses uh, during the pandemic and in the second, in the second part of the uh, of the episode, I uh, will be coming back on the first quarter of uh, twenty twenty, um, in terms of the the podcast. So, what has happened? Uh, what were my ideas uh, at the start of the when I launched the podcast? And after that, I will uh, discuss what will be the future uh, of the podcast and um, the little changes that will happen for uh, the second quarter of uh, twenty twenty. So, uh, stay tuned and uh, listen to the episode. COVID-19 does not discriminate. Uh, it is uh, affecting people in all uh, in all continents. Uh, I'm think I think that it also affects people in absolutely all countries, but I am not 100% sure uh, about it. And uh, at the time of uh, recording we are in uh, early early April and uh, there could be a few countries that are uh, not yet uh, affected by the by the pandemic. However, um, I I live in Canada, and in Canada we have like uh, three three level of government. So we have the uh, the federal. Uh, government with the the prime minister, uh, we have the prime minister and all its ministers. We have the provincial government, uh, which is the equivalent of uh, of states and regions in uh, in the in depending on uh, which country you are uh, you are from. And then we have the we have the city, um, the, the the city level, and they all they have all taken uh, initiatives to help. People and businesses, and I will be focusing on uh, the, the the help that is done on on businesses and at the federal level. Uh, just to make just to make sure I stay uh, I stay relevant for uh, most of the uh, most of the audience. And um, uh, what has happened in the what has been decided in uh, in Canada, and my data are from uh, early April twenty twenty, uh, is that they have issued uh, what is called a. Canadian Emergency Response Benefit. This emergency response is actually a $25 billion program that enables banks to grant up to, or to lend, sorry, to lend up to $40,000 interest free loans. So that companies that are uh, affected by uh, COVID-19 and see their uh, revenue reduced uh, have some uh, working capital uh, to go through those hard times. Then the company that the, for a company to be eligible, uh, you need to demonstrate that uh, you have paid between 50k and one million dollar in total salary in 2019. So I'm pretty sure that it is the case for uh, the majority of the small and medium businesses in uh, in, in Canada. And uh, one other thing is that if uh, and I, I I wish that to you uh, you're able to uh, to pay back uh, this interest free loan. Before the end of 2022, you will get a 25% loan forgiveness. So, in essence, uh, this this loan could uh, could cost you could uh, could cost you at the end uh, 30 thousand uh, dollars while you are while you have received 40 thousand uh, dollars. This is what I wish for uh, absolutely uh, every business because um, nobody can. Yeah, I want to say yeah I think it's difficult to plan for a pandemic so uh, it's, it's it's easy maybe to to to, to say that uh, you have to pivot and you have to be uh, to be ready yeah you can be ready with uh, uh, some cash reserves or uh, s- finding other ways to uh, deliver your services like uh, doing it remote uh, but for some businesses it's very difficult to uh, to plan for a uh, to 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 plan for a pandemic but for sure uh, this this event, uh, if I can say it like that, uh, will change the way we actually plan uh, our business in many, many, many industries, if not all of them. Now, let's switch to private organizations and uh, more, more importantly, tech companies, uh, initiatives uh, that have been done. Uh, and that are already uh, already in force uh, since a while, uh, for um, to help companies that have been uh, that have been affected, and uh, to be more precise, to help organizations uh, that have been affected by uh, by the COVID nineteen. So I'm gonna start with the with the two giants, uh, which are a uh, uh, three giants, sorry, which are uh, Microsoft, uh, Google, and uh, SAP. Uh, Microsoft uh, makes an offer of its Office 365 uh, E1 uh, free for uh, free for 6 months uh so that's i think that's uh, that's huge uh because there is a lot there is a there are a lot of uh, office products uh inside it so you have the the usual uh, the usual word excel powerpoint uh, etc but uh, you also have uh collaboration tools like uh, like teams uh which enable you to uh, to work uh, to work remotely and that's uh, i have i have used it uh, in a in a previous uh, erp implementation project and uh, i really like it that's a, that's a very good uh, that's a very good tool to work uh, to remotely um, and they they also uh, they offer that to uh, to anyone for uh, for six months and they um, they also have special offers for uh, educational uh, educational institutions and uh, I am not a Microsoft employee I am not a Microsoft uh, affiliate at all I just I'm just um listing the the initiative as is and I have put uh, in the show notes links uh, to uh, where you can uh, you can benefit uh, from that uh, from that initiative uh, then you have Google uh, who uh, provide its uh, uh, for its G Suite customers and I am a G Suite customer uh, they provide the Hangout Hangout Meet video conferencing features uh, for for free, and they uh, provide that with um, the ability to uh, to uh, do also live streaming. Uh, you can do the video conferencing as well uh, with up until uh, two hundred and fifty uh, participants. And uh, you um, you can do uh, recordings uh, for free as well, uh, so that, that's great because uh, I am using G Suite. I have done a few uh, Hangout meetings, and uh, as far as I understood, I think I could not make uh, recordings. So uh, that's that is that is excellent. That is something that I will uh, certainly uh, certainly use uh, in the next uh, in the next days and uh, and weeks. Now a third company is uh, SAP. And, uh, I am myself an SAP consultant since, uh, since 2007. Uh, so uh, that uh, touches me. Um, it concerns me uh, particularly. But um, this is really for the uh, SAP uh, S-SAP customers, um, and there are two things that I will uh, that I will mention. These are not the only initiatives actually announced by uh, uh, by SAP, but I'm I'm just mentioning the two, the two most recent ones. And if you go in the in the link that I will uh, put in the show notes, you will be able to see as well the other uh, the other initiatives made by uh, by SAP. So uh, one of them is uh, given that for uh, COVID nineteen and all the problems related to uh, uh, transportation of people, but also transportation of goods, uh, you may have supply chain uh, disruption. So um, uh, SAP has provide provides uh, his uh, solution of uh, supply chain continuity uh, pulse, uh, by which you can inquire. Uh, with your suppliers, uh, how they are doing. And uh, you get that uh, it is uh, valid for uh, any, uh, any company that has already a uh, Qualtrics, uh, Qualtrics account and uh, it is free for, uh, for three months. The other initiative that SAP is doing is uh, the supply chain planning as a service for uh, 90 days. And supply chain planning as a service is more like a, a simulation tool. Uh, and it's very important because you could, uh, set up some supply chain scenarios and see how they will go for your business. So any business that do a lot of, uh, that needs to do a lot of forecasting, a lot of production planning and, uh, sourcing its goods from, uh, from uh, various locations. And uh, in various quantities, etc. Uh, I think that it's a uh, that it's a very uh, that's a very good tool uh, to do uh, to do supply chain planning uh, with such a sophisticated tool. Uh, doing it for free for three months it's uh, it's absolutely uh, uh, amazing. I, I'm pretty I'm pretty um, sure you need to be uh, an existing uh, an existing SAP customer, but all the conditions uh, so all the conditions uh, are on the or on the on the website so uh, if there is by the time you listen if there is anything that has changed it's because uh, their their website have changed i am not in control of the content of their uh, of the content of their uh, offers now a crm software the famous crm salesforce is offering a free subscription for small businesses for 3 months i i think i think that's again an amazing an amazing offer uh, that uh, that small businesses can, uh, can can benefit and um with all those with all those uh, those offers that are made, uh, we should not think. Oh, you know, I don't have clients right now. Why would I need Salesforce? I don't have uh, my supply chain supply chain operations are uh, are uh, on hold or are not running at the moment. Why would I take some of the uh, some of the offers from uh, for, from SAP? I am not doing any uh, any video conferencing. I'm not meeting uh, any employees because a lot of them have been fired, etc. Why would I use uh, Google Hangout? I don't think that the point is there i think that um, not only uh, not only it will help if he, if it can uh, enable your business to continue but even if you don't directly have to use uh, those tools that prepare you for the future that prepare you for uh, when the economy will uh, will go back to will go back to normal you prefer to to when the economy goes back to normal, you prefer to already have three months of experience with a certain product, six months of experience with another product and then you have a head start when the economy uh, when the economy is restarting now uh, the reason why I uh, I retracted uh, my words when I said companies is because there are also initiatives that are aimed at non-profit organizations, and um, we have Dropbox, uh, you know the um, the document the, the document storage document management tool, and HelloSign, which is a uh, digital signature uh, software um, that have teamed up to provide a three months subscription for free to any non-profit organization involved in solving the current pandemic. I think again, it is a it is a great um, it is a great initiative. They are directly helping those organizations are directly uh, helping us to uh, get back to uh, get back to normal. They are helping us to keep uh, to stay healthy, uh, to stay fed, to stay sheltered, etc. So uh, they uh, definitely uh, deserve maybe even more than the, the the three months that are offered. But uh, that's a, that's a huge uh, initiative that uh, Dropbox and HelloSign are doing. Again, you can find that. Uh, in the in the show notes um, that are uh, for the the show notes of the uh, of the episode, uh, Dropbox also also offers uh, three months uh, free subscriptions for uh, schools and for uh, educators of uh, kids under uh, under twelve years old. Uh, again, uh, that's a great initiative. Uh, kids are uh, uh, stuck, if I can say it that way, at home now. So. Um, uh, helping them to uh, helping them to work uh, remotely by uh, having their uh, maybe homework or having uh, things to read or to to write that can be stored there in Dropbox uh, will help those educational institutions and those educators uh, greatly. So uh, thank you for <laughs> Dropbox and HelloSign, uh, and then we also have for the non-profit uh, Asana. This is a project management uh tool, and this project management tool has a free subscription for one year for a non-profit uh, organization. So again, that's a, that's a great uh, great initiative, and this closes down the first part of the episode about what the tech companies. Or a lot of tech companies are doing to help organizations and people during the COVID nineteen crisis. Now let's go to the second part of the uh, of the episode, and that is about the podcast itself. And um, we just finished the first quarter of uh, twenty twenty. Of course, it finished in a. Sp- unique way uh, we could not uh, we, we could not um, uh, plan plan that out uh, that hasn't had any uh, any impact on the uh, episodes release uh, frequency because uh, all my interviews are done remotely I don't have to meet uh, the person face to face I don't exclude to uh, to uh, do that in the future future sorry <laughs> in the future but um, in the next uh, quarter or the next two quarters I don't think that will uh, uh, that it will happen we really don't know uh, how uh, the social uh, distancing uh, rules uh, guidelines uh, will uh, will be uh, enforced. But uh, for sure, in the in the second quarter, this is not something that I will. Uh, this is not an initiative that I will uh, that that I will start. So you will continue to have uh, a, a mixture of uh, solo show and. Um, and interviews done remotely. But first, let's uh, let's start with uh, what has happened during the first quarter of uh, two thousand twenty, which is also the first quarter of the podcast and to be honest when I say quarter um, I launched the podcast in mid-January so I could say that uh, technically I could say that I only had two and a half months however I have worked uh, a lot uh, prior to the prior to the launch in the the launch that was made on the 15th of uh, 15th of January uh, 2020 so what happened in the launch is that we I had six episodes I had my uh, introductory episode something that you can uh, something that you can listen to uh, and And five interviews. Uh, One reminder is that every episode number is easily um, can easily be found on the website. So what I mean by that is that you have you only have to go to uh, consulting lifestyle in uh, one word.fm, then you do forward slash and you uh, type the episode number. So if you want to listen to episode one, you do consultinglifestyle.fm slash one. If you want to li- listen to episode 15, it is slash 15. If you want to ep- listen to episode 28, slash 28. So whenever I will be uh, um, uh, talking about uh, episode numbers, that's how you will be able to, uh, uh to listen back to, uh, to listen back to them. But, um, Uh, A few numbers uh, related to uh, what has happened uh, um, from the release until uh, the end of the first uh, quarter is uh, I have actually uh, 30, 31 uh, released uh, episodes. Uh, and it means uh, there are three solos so it means that there were 28 uh, 28 interviews so as I said at the launch I had six uh, six episodes and what I did uh, afterwards is that I was uh, releasing two new episodes week Uh, as well in terms of uh, in terms of download uh, I think it's I think it's pretty good (laughs) knowing that I started started from zero and I I don't know uh, I was not I was not really um, I could not really uh, expect uh, what would be my level of uh, so-called success so I have a bit uh, a bit more than uh, than 1,000 downloads uh, and I have had guests from uh, mostly from the from the U.S. And then, uh, and then Canada. Uh, I have uh, guests as well from uh, from Dubai, from the UK, from Sweden, uh, from uh, Benin. In uh, Benin is in uh, in West Africa. Uh, in the Caribbean, I had uh, uh, Akin Brentford from uh, Trinidad and Tobago, and I also had uh, a guest from uh, from Germany. Uh, I must say that most of those guests have been uh i've been on the show uh in the first like within the first uh, ten, 10 episodes uh, of the show and uh i think uh this is something that uh, i don't i don't want to say that there is a lack but i i, I still want to uh, diversify uh the guests uh that i have and uh, i would be looking to also have uh, more guests that are not uh, currently living and working in uh in uh, north america uh, just to keep the you know to keep the uh, a good variety uh, in the in the content uh, in terms of uh, the format of the episode i actually like it i am very open to your um, uh, to your suggestion your recommendations of uh, of improvement uh, but uh, I, I like it because uh, i always ask the person to uh, uh, introduce uh, herself or himself by sharing their uh, story And within their story, um, behind the kind of CV, we learn a lot because a lot of the career decisions have been driven by uh, life uh, decisions. And uh, that's where we can go deep afterwards uh, during the the episode. And by the way, uh, none of my episodes are completely scripted. Uh, They don't receive uh, all questions uh, in advance. But I let... I let them know that I will start by asking their career story and I will end by asking uh, what does uh, having a consulting lifestyle mean for uh, for the guest so so that they are not taken uh, taken aback by the uh, by the question but otherwise in between I am. Uh, I, I like to stay fluid, and this is something that I want to keep. It has to stay a conversation. I I don't want to have a uh, pre-scripted interviews. Uh, for that, you can uh, you can watch TV or I don't know whichever whichever other media. But uh, I I don't need that, and I don't I don't want that. That's not the reason why I want to have a podcast. The podcast really has to be a genuine a genuine conversation, and if we can go deep, we uh, we will go we will go deep. And usually uh, the the topics that I try to cover. Uh, during the conversations are related to uh, understanding what is their uh, business model, understanding why uh, they want to stay a uh, solo consultant or they want to uh, start to have a, st- start to have a team, uh, how they acquire or how they approach uh, prospective uh, clients. Um, how do they mix maybe uh, if it is a family business or uh, if it has any impact on their family how do they mix the family life with uh, with business and i think with, with that type of uh, that type of questions you get uh, uh, um, that type of open ended questions lead to pretty wide answers that lead to other questions and and that really make the conversation fluid and that gets the, it gets the listener and I am a listener. I am the first listener of the podcast uh, that that gets the listener to uh, understand better where where does the person come from. So behind that beautiful uh, CV or that beautiful LinkedIn profile, there is someone that has a story, that has had struggles, that has had successes, that has had insecurity, and they are able to to share it uh, to, to to share it uh, on the show. Now, as I said, um, there are 31, 31 in episodes um, and uh, twenty eight uh, interviews. I would like to uh, cover a few of the few some of some of the topics that are approached uh, in the uh, in the episodes. So um, the thing is, I will distinguish. Five Topics and in those five topics, I will mention some of the uh, some of the episode numbers that uh, that cover them. Uh, this is really according to uh, your interest. Uh, in case you want to uh, to listen to some of uh, to some of the previous uh, episodes, so one of the it is consulting lifestyle. So of course we talk about consulting, and uh, uh, one of the biggest biggest subject is uh, all about uh, building a consulting firm. And what I what I do is that I have uh, interviewed people that have built a business-to-business services firm. They either are running it now or they they have have run it. So uh, on on that subject of uh, building a consulting firm, I really uh, encourage you to uh, listen to episode number 15. And as I said before, to get to number 15, you just have to do uh, consultinglifestyle.fm/slash fifteen, one five, uh with it is with uh Lizzie Morris and uh, she is dubbed the your Agile Lady and uh, she uh, has co-founded uh, The Birded Eagle and that's a, a consulting firm that um, uh, what, what, they, what they are doing is that they are providing uh, uh, agile, uh, agile methodology and, and, and Scrum uh, trainings. Uh, I, I don't think that is the only thing that they are doing for that. Uh, just look at the show notes that are in the, in the episode to have the full spectrum of, uh, of what they are doing. But what is very important in this episode is that she provided so many tips and tricks for anyone that want to start a consulting, uh, that want to start build and grow a consulting firm as well as uh, uh, someone that wants to build a, a consulting career. So uh, there are so many things important, so many important things that she has uh, that she has mentioned in the episode like uh, she doesn't want to be uh, to have a consultancy dependency she wants to stay lean uh, she manages with her business to make uh, uh, to make seven seven figures with a specific experience that she provides her clients these are, these are all lessons learned that you can bring into uh, your business if you're interested into starting a, a consulting uh, consulting business then uh, you also have uh, Gabe uh, Gabe Arnold uh, this is the episode uh, number 8 this is a guy who has a teenager was starting to sell uh, snake skin bag and today he's running a uh, a remote work company and uh, he's very timely because uh, he's doing it since years anyway but with the pandemic maybe he's someone that is less impacted uh, uh, by that and uh, yes he has a marketing and copywriting um, uh, company and uh, he uh, he uh, manages several uh, several brands under uh, under this company, and there are also so many principles about entrepreneurship, consulting, remote work uh, that are mentioned in this uh, in this episode. Um, then I have a guest from uh, I, I've had a guest from Dubai that is episode number four, and this is Diren Batia from Cloudscape. Uh, this is the importance of uh, building a consulting firm within a certain niche. He has niche. It is the retail and hospitality industries and his company Cloudscape is absolutely focused on that uh, in, uh, in Dubai. Again, very interesting, uh, very interesting episode. Another one, it's uh, my only guest from, uh, from Africa, uh, Rachel Oremore, And uh, that is episode 13, so episode 1-3. And uh, Rachel is a very young, uh, a very young uh, woman uh, that, has, um, that is uh, driven by uh, getting more women in tech. And she's doing a lot of initiatives in that sense. But she also has, she's also running two different tech companies. And her story is absolutely impressive. I mean, when you listen to that episode, all the little excuses that you built in your head, you have to remove them. (laughs) Because clearly, she has faced a lot of struggles and uh, she uh, has a determination to make things happen. But also, she's uh, talking about principles of running a company, but also trying to build an international uh, reputation. Another guest, uh, it's a guest that is now a solo consultant, but she has uh, built a, a multi-million dollar marketing firm. And uh, this is Wendy Maynard. Uh, and Wendy Maynard, uh, this is episode 21, uh, Why You Can Have It All as a Consultant. Uh, she really explained to us that it is possible to build a business and uh, build a, a build an enjoyable private life it is possible to choose your clients. it is possible to enjoy the work that you do it is possible to combine skills transfer skills that you already have uh, towards serving a population or serving organizations that uh, that you want to serve uh, that's a very good uh, that's a very good episode when i when i listen to the uh, sorry when i watch the the number of uh, the number of downloads i think this episode is very underrated then uh, there are two uh, two uh, consultants that are uh, working almost. Uh, no, one one is working solo. Another one is uh, uh, has uh, different businesses. Uh, but it's totally valid. What they have said is totally valid to build, to be to build to build a consulting firm. So when you want to start a consulting firm, you need to have. The first thing when you introduce yourself is that you need to have a compelling story. And uh, episode number seven is with Lyle Smith. And he makes us realize the importance of having a narrative style guide. And that is basically having, uh, having a story. What is the, the proper story about your company, about your brand, about yourself? Uh, what, do you, what do you say when you introduce yourself or your organization to anyone? To a partner, to a client, to the media, etc. You need to have a proper narrative about your company, and episode number seven helps you to uh, helps you to do that. Lyle Smith has been successful with uh, pretty big companies and big consulting companies uh, into uh, developing a narrative style guide for them. Then we have uh, Mayan Gordon. Um, uh, Mayan Gordon is a serial, serial entrepreneur. Uh, very determined, very driven. Uh, she is a, a TikTok uh, phenomenon. Um, whether whether or not you're interested in TikTok, this is still the principles uh, that you need to uh, to to listen to. She is a purebred entrepreneur, and uh, she knows how to listen to and how to interact and how to test uh how, how to test your uh, your your audience and test your uh, your your services and products uh, with your uh, prospective prospective clients uh, and by the way, yeah, she has. She at the time of the episode, she had one point, I think, one point seven million followers in on TikTok, and now she is at two point, two point three. If I'm, uh, if I am not wrong, but definitely more than two million uh, followers. Uh, now we also have uh, uh, Frank uh, Mendoza, and that was the uh, episode number twenty. And uh, Frank Mendoza has built two uh, companies uh, in the in the machine learning, artificial intelligence, uh, uh, big data spheres. And um those uh, in those episodes, what you learn is really somebody that is uh, building things from uh, building things from scratch and very much uh, involved uh, in the business and providing solutions that companies need and uh, We will talk about the way he uh, he analyzes where were his weaknesses and the actions that he took. That is also a hugely important principle if you want to build a firm. Analyze where are your strengths and your weaknesses and see how you can cover for your weaknesses. You don't have to cover it by themselves. There are people, there are tools, uh, there are systems that can enable you to uh, uh, cover your, your weaknesses. And... Now we talk about also crowdsourcing to build your consulting firm. That's a, that's a very different, uh, an, an uncommon uh, business model. And that is within episode number 28 with uh, Ozar Yamu. Uh, he's a French-Canadian and he's living in San Francisco. He has his company based there. It's a NetSuite uh, consulting company and it is called Ode Cloud, uh, O-D-E-E, Cloud, and uh, in this, in the episode number uh, twenty-eight, we talk about uh, how uh, Ozar used crowdsourcing to uh, build this on-demand ERP consulting company, and that's uh, an on-demand ERP consulting is. I think it's one of the models of the future and uh, he is already there in the, in the future. So uh, that's definitely worth uh, listening because uh, it's not easy when you arrive. Uh, he's not born and raised in the, in the United States, but you arrive, you build a, business, a consulting business in the, in the United States, you build a team based on the creativity rather than just CV when you're uh, an IT consultant. That, this is not common at all, but I think it will be, it will be more and more common in the future. Now let's go on the second topic. As I said, I had uh, I have five topics related uh, in which I can gather some uh, a lot of my uh, episodes. And uh, the first topic was building a consulting firm. This is where I had most uh, a lot a lot of episodes to uh, to mention. But uh, another another topic related to that is solo consulting. So yes, as a solo consultant, you can have a firm as well. But here I'm really talking about uh, how to be a great solopreneur, but uh, or even a uh, simply a consulting uh, professional uh, as a, as an employee or an executive in your uh, uh, in your in your company. And there we have to, we have to speak about uh, LinkedIn and resume. And for that we have had a LinkedIn profile masterclass. Again, when I see the number of downloads, I think it is very underrated. They are very actionable advice that have been given this is on episode number 26 and this is Sean Hill uh, and Sean Hill is a LinkedIn coach and what he uh, it is what is possible to do as well is to have a free uh, LinkedIn profile review by uh, uh, by him but during this episode you will have three uh, three very actionable tips in order for you to uh, improve your LinkedIn profile. I definitely encourage you to uh, to listen to that. You don't lose anything doing that. And it is uh, actions that you can take uh, pretty quickly and that can change the game uh, with regards to uh, to what your uh, LinkedIn, to the, to the effect that your LinkedIn profile uh, can, uh, can have. So in episode number 26, uh, LinkedIn profile masterclass by Sean Hill. Thank you, Sean. Uh, and then on episode number 22 uh, it is uh, related to resume and it is my uh, only episode with someone from the uh, that lives uh, in the Caribbean it is uh, Akim Brantford and uh, it is how to have a world class resume in any industry again uh, there are a lot of uh, the episode is pretty long uh, but uh, there is a lot of value throughout the, the whole episode and uh, he provides as well uh, actionable tips on how to build a world class resume and again if you want to uh, improve your Resume. Uh, you can contact someone like uh, Akim Akim Brentford. So this is uh, episode number twenty-two. Um, LinkedIn again. Uh, maybe that section is more uh, is more LinkedIn related. But um, this is episode number seventeen, and uh, this is with Jonathan Palmer. And uh, Jonathan is someone that uh, recently started to uh, uh, make uh, LinkedIn videos. And uh, instead of uh, having uh, videos, there are some people that will uh, create videos like on a daily basis and create a lot of videos uh, he has huge engagement and uh, huge views because uh, his videos are both instructive about ourselves and funny and uh, he's doing that very well and uh, we talk about uh, we 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 talk we we talk a bit about uh, about that but uh, it's more more important I, again as i said i want to have a fluid conversation and maybe that episode was the most um The most fluid one because we didn't go into uh, his um, main kind of main uh, uh, day job at the time where it was uh, recorded, which uh, which was as a fraud examiner, but we went on to his whole personal journey. And, uh, and, um, uh, what, wh- what change of, uh, what change of mindset, uh, did he, did he have and, uh, get him to start to do something that he, that he just enjoys doing. So that's a great, uh, that's a great episode. And, uh, we have tips for uh, LinkedIn videos as well, uh, in that, uh, in that episode. So this is episode number 17. Then let's go at the start. The very first interview of, um, of the Consulting Lifestyle podcast. And I'm very grateful for that. It's with, uh, Peter Bielorup from, uh, from Sweden. And, um, here we talk about okay, what do consultants actually do? And whether you're a consultant, uh, employee, professional, or you're a, a solo uh, a, a solo consultant, uh, there are huge principles that are uh, that are mentioned. Like for example, take using your employer as your uh, as your distribution channel that's one of the that's one of the best principles that uh, that uh, Peter talks about uh, in this uh, episode. And uh, Peter is himself an ex IBM. Uh, uh, Ex IBM consultant that now has his own uh, his own uh, consulting uh, company in uh, in Sweden. So uh, that's the main episode that I wanted to uh, to share with regards to uh, success in uh, solo consulting. Third topic: leadership. Um, on on leadership, uh, I have episode number five, uh, which is a, a great interview with uh, Denise Sarkor. Denise Sarko is an uh, IBM uh, business development executive, and uh, she helps uh, uh, she helps IBM with uh, with their in their SAP SAP business. I won't say much more uh, about it. I think uh, you you really need to listen to the episode. So it's uh, episode number five. Uh, she is born in Africa, born in Liberia, and then uh, she she moved uh, she she moved to uh, briefly to Europe, and then uh, and then the United States. Her story is uh, is amazing. So it was again a fluid conversation. We went deep in the episode. Uh, that was um, and 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 we talk a lot about uh, servant leadership because it is something that has moved her throughout uh, uh, her whole life again uh, if you have uh, we have all reasons to uh to have self-pity, we all have struggles in life, we all have, uh, we are all in difficult positions, but here we have someone who has fled the war and uh, is today an IBM executive in the US, and she is also a, a, a black woman, a woman of color. Uh, she is a huge role model for a lot of people. Uh, she has a great story. So uh, that is episode number five, um, uh, How to Be a Servant Leader, uh, with uh, Denise Sarkor then we have episode uh, number 8 with uh, uh, elizabeth elizabeth westbrook she uh, mentioned the importance of uh, companies to have a uh, mission brand values uh, and that must help them into their uh, into their decision and uh, again if you don't have that mission brand and um, and uh, vision sorry not value but vision but okay value is also is also important um it is difficult for you to make uh, to make decisions and uh, you may have a um uh, come on, how can I say that a biased view of what real growth means and uh, that's where uh, elizabeth westbrook is uh, is very uh, very important and uh, she is a cx strategist she also uh, creates a lot of uh, she also creates a lot of content on uh, on linkedin a lot of uh, actionable content she provides a lot of information she shares about what other people are doing Uh, so uh, it's a really uh, a lovely person and a great professional and uh, this episode this episode again is great uh, for uh, someone who starts a company but someone who also wants to show leadership in their company you need that mission vision and brand so episode number 8 with uh, Elizabeth Westbrook then we also have a bit in the same uh, in the same spirit uh, the episode number 25 uh, with uh, Connie uh, Medina uh, in which she talk about clarity commitment and consistency to achieve your goals uh, and again this is uh, in the bible of uh, <laughs> it must be in the bible of the, of leadership uh, all those the, what i call those three c's are, are crucial for you to realize your goal and your organization uh, and your organization goals, and uh, we go towards that, and we also go towards the uh, uh, breaking breaking uh, past uh, some fears uh, that she could have had in the past, and uh, the fact that she started uh, entrepreneurship uh, uh, pretty recently after a longer uh, a longer career as a as a professional, and she is very successful at that right now. Now another one is uh, related to um, related to branding. Uh, but it's also leadership. It's uh, uh, Amber Brooks, and that is episode number uh, 19. And uh, she's the owner of uh, Brand Dividuation. And uh, why I link it to, uh, to leadership is the fact that she created her own opportunity. The opportunity did not exist, but she created it very early in her career. This is what was amazing, because after a few months in her career, she decided, okay, I have identified this problem. I'm going to create a solution to that problem. She did not wait to, how can I say that? She did not wait for uh, having people that have a 10-year experience and telling them what they have done to start it. She just started it. And uh, when I asked her if she had a mentor, etc., her, her answer was, uh, was interesting as well. So I really encourage you to, uh, to listen to it, to have tips about branding, marketing, but also about, uh, about leadership. Now, a third topic is, um, is about. It's about uh, virtual business. Sorry, it is the fourth topic, not the third. So we have talked about uh, building a consulting firm, um, talk about solo consulting, leadership, and virt- and now it is about virtual businesses. And building a virtual business for that we have uh, no no one else than Doctor Mark T. Wade, and that is the um, the episode number twenty nine. Uh, he is a doctor because he has two doctorates, but he is also a serial entrepreneur who has built virtual businesses. And his virtual business is called. Virt- Virtual Summit and Virtual Summit is also uh, a software brand that is used to host virtual events. And today, with this pandemic, of course this uh, need has, uh, has become uh, this need that is already that was already growing uh, has uh, has grown even faster and will be uh, uh, and will keep growing in the will keep growing in the future even after the pandemic is uh, after the pandemic is done it is possible to gather people uh, find speakers find an audience to, uh, to have a virtual event that can last for uh, many hours uh, uh, one day or a few days uh, that is totally uh, that is totally possible and it's possible to build a business model uh, around it and this is something that uh, uh, that is explained uh, with uh, dr uh, dr mark t wade uh, serial entrepreneur uh, and when i see the number of downloads i can see that it is an underrated episode so it is episode number 29 and i encourage you to listen to it with uh, dr mark t wade on uh, how to build a seven figure a virtual summit business then uh, we have a uh, Lorena Tomasini and uh, this is episode number 27. She, has, she runs with her mom uh, an insurance, uh, insurance business. So she provides for uh, individuals and, uh, and companies uh, uh, health insurance and life insurance uh, policies and uh, she runs it completely online. So uh, again uh, this is someone that went from uh, doing it face to face uh, to doing it uh, online virtually and uh, we have some uh, some great principles uh, with working with your family but also with uh, uh, how to bring your services uh, online and she is also uh, by the way a, a podcaster uh, there will be a link to her podcast in the in the show notes of the episode number 27 then also only two episodes in that uh, other section. So it's uh, the government contracting. So with government contracting, I had on episode number six, I had Emily Harmon. Uh, she she has a podcast actually. Also, her podcast is named Onward, and she um, and on this podcast she talks more about resilience, people that have uh, break past a lot of uh, struggles in their in their lives. Uh, but she is also a small business consultant and and specialising to helping them doing business with the government, uh, uh, mostly in the, the U.S. government, but there are some principles that are the same that can be applicable, uh, not only in the U.S., but also in other countries. Some of the beliefs uh, that can, uh, limiting beliefs that some uh, businesses can have, uh, that's what we uh, talk about and also about part of the process of how she helps. Uh, um, she helps small companies to do business with the government. Then the second one is uh, episode number 25, and uh, it is with uh, someone that has a brilliant career uh, as a government contracting consultant. And she has also released a book, and she's from Canada, it's Judy Bratt. And uh, she has released a book called Government Contracts Made Easier and uh in this during this uh this episode she goes in depth about her uh, business model she goes in depth about uh, what she has done throughout uh, uh throughout her career and uh, there are a lot of things that we can take again as a consultant or consulting companies and also you can directly contact her she has a community uh if you want to grow as a as a government contractor uh, i think those two episodes are really uh, are, are really key So this is episode number six with Emily Harmon and episode number 25 with Judy Brat. Now let's talk about uh, diversity and inclusion marketing and let's start with episode number 14 one four with uh, Fiona Wright, uh, in which we talk about um, uh, why diversity and inclusion marketing is key uh, for uh, for organizations. And uh, within that, we will uh, um, she will share a little bit about her uh, entrepreneurial journey, uh, her specialization with uh, with marketing in general. She is a um, a marketing professional that is based in the in um, in California. Uh, I don't want to get the city wrong, <laughs> uh, but uh, definitely in in, uh, in in California. And um, uh, she also we also spoke uh, not only about diversity and inclusion and uh, how it it is a, 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 a given a requirement for for companies that want to be successful, but also uh, the her past fear of uh, of public speaking and how she uh, she conquered uh, she conquered that. So uh, there will be a, so so in that episode we really have diversity and inclusion. We really have the fear of public speaking and the uh, issue struggles that you can have when you start uh, uh, when you start a business. Now episode number twelve with uh, Likan Olawoy. Uh, Lekan is the leader of the Black Professionals in Tech Network. Uh, it is a person that was born in a, uh, born in Nigeria, went to Canada uh, pretty early in his life, faced uh, a lot of struggles, and now he has built a community of more than four thousands uh, professionals uh, that are together and the black professionals in tech network is definitely something that will keep growing it exists since uh, only uh, about uh, two years and uh, they already have a huge uh, huge network they uh, created a a big event in uh, Toronto at the end of uh, 2000, uh, 2019 and they were supposed to have uh, other events as well this year. Uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure they uh, they start to do uh, events virtually now with the, the pandemic so I don't know how it we go for the rest of the year. That might be uh, very difficult, uh, but um, they will. Uh, they, 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 for sure, they will not stand still. They will not stop. Uh, they are definitely. Uh, they definitely keep going. And uh, he is also an entrepreneur. Uh, he has a company called uh, the Talent X, and uh, he has an impressive, uh, impressive career. Uh, again, an, another, uh, another underrated episode. There are a lot of things that we can uh, that we can learn from there, and maybe one of the, you as a you as a listener can be part of that uh, black professional in tech network. Uh, it exists at the moment in uh, Canada and the United States but uh, uh, for sure Likan doesn't have any limiting beliefs about how we can grow uh, the network. So uh, whether anywhere from, wh- whether you're out of the, in Canada or USA or out of, out of uh, North America just uh, just get in touch get in touch with him. Listen to uh, episode 1-2, episode 12 uh, with uh, Likan Olaway on how to build a 4,000 plus black professionals network. And now last but not least is uh, episode number 30, one of the very last uh, interviews that I have uh, that I have published and uh, we, it is with uh, Kelly Brown Johnson and it's about uh, complete uh, complete inclusiveness. And uh, Kelly Brown Johnson is someone that had uh, autism and um, she didn't know it. She has been diagnosed only in her 30s and uh, today she wants uh, her mission is really to help uh, any um any people uh with uh, with uh, disabilities um being uh, how, how how to get companies to make sure that they are inclusive with uh, people with any form of um, any form of uh, disabilities and uh, people that are from uh, underrepresented uh communities how can they uh, thrive in uh, in companies and uh, that's a very uh noble mission but also very difficult to uh, to implement and to uh um, get people to be uh, raise awareness uh, about that with uh, with companies and executives and uh, that's a great mission so on the episode number 30, number 30, we learn about her story we learn about her uh, business model the fact that uh, she was doing a lot of uh, conferences and now with the COVID-19 it's, uh, it's another situation but she can do definitely uh, uh, conferences uh, um, uh, remotely or uh, virtually and uh, yeah, if you uh, listen to this episode and maybe yourself and event organizer, don't hesitate to uh, contact uh, Kelly Brown Johnson with the completely inclusive uh, company. So that's all for the recap of the uh, episodes that I have done during the first quarter of 2020 with the podcast. Now, what about the future of the podcast? And when I talk about uh, future, I'm talking about the next quarter. Uh, it is very difficult to go uh, to go further than the, than the next quarter in these uh, in these hard times. But I think also in normal times, you it's also difficult to go further than the next quarter. I think uh, 90 days is is always a good. Uh, it's a good time uh, it's, it's it's a good time period to, in order to start to see uh, results of uh, of initiatives so uh, what will happen as i said i was uh, i did launch the podcast with uh, one solo episode and five interviews then i was releasing uh, two episodes per week and um, the the first thing that uh, that will happen on that frequency is that i'm going to scale it down to uh, uh, one uh, per week so uh, this week you will still have uh, you will still have two episodes because there will be my episode then another uh, then another interview interview but as of uh, next week onwards there will be uh, uh, one episode per week that will be released uh, what will change uh, maybe is that I will uh, you will have uh, maybe less episodes that are that only last for uh, for 30 minutes uh, you may have uh, episodes that last a bit longer uh, you may have as well uh, episode and interviews uh, that are one episode that contains uh, uh, different uh, interviews or different questions asked to uh, ask to different people so I want to uh, to bring 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 some variety in the way uh, the content is delivered. However, um, I I, I still love and I will keep doing uh, as a basis, I will keep, keep, I will keep the same format meaning uh, that I have I start with uh, asking them asking the guest with uh, his or her career story I end it by asking uh, uh, what do they uh, think uh, about uh, consulting lifestyle what does that mean to them Uh, that will keep uh, that will keep going and we will keep having the fluid conversation uh, fluid conversation in between and I will still try to have the same type of guest maybe uh, bring some more variety in terms of uh, geography Uh, I've had a lot of guests from North. America maybe i'm going to try to have a few more guests from uh, Europe i haven't had any guests from uh, Asia and uh, uh Oceania for uh, for example and also uh Latin America so these are all uh continents i want to uh, i i want to reach but always on by staying on the same uh, staying on the same topics um there will also be more uh, i was talking about interview but there will be more solo episodes so uh, uh solo episodes in which i uh, share uh, directly some uh, some knowledge. I am myself a consultant. I am myself an, uh, an ERP consultant, uh, ERP and CRM. Uh, I have uh, implemented uh, solutions, uh, mostly SAP solutions, since uh, 2007 uh, all over the world. Uh, so I have quite some things to uh, to share uh, to share to the audience in terms of uh, building your career, in terms of uh, starting, as a uh, uh, starting as an independent consultant, starting as an as an ERP consultant. How you do blueprinting how you do realization etc so I have uh, I have a lot of things uh, a a lot of things to share Uh, so there will be more uh, more of myself uh, on the podcast uh, more storytelling as well Uh, there will be also more uh, call to actions to you guys uh, meaning that uh, I'm just asking you usually at the end to uh, uh, subscribe to the podcast Uh, but uh, I would like I would really like to not only uh, getting you to subscribe to the podcast but also Um, uh, if possible and if you're if you are keen to uh, get some also some exclusive information I'm going to start to to launch a um, a newsletter uh, that will be uh, going out on a monthly basis it will start at the end uh, of uh, at the end of April and uh, for that um, you can go to consultinglifestyle.fm and uh, provide your uh, provide your email address to get some uh, uh, some specific content uh, over there on that uh, on that uh, newsletter but there will also be other other call to actions and more interaction that I will have uh, with the audience I really also want to have episodes in which I uh, maybe answer some of the questions uh, questions of the audience or i approach uh, topics that the audience uh, really uh, really want to have uh, there will also be for uh, there will be less episodes but also more uh, repurposing of the content so uh, sometimes what i feel is that uh, uh, maybe as part of the part of the audience or part of the non-audience meaning the people that are not listening maybe don't realize what type of content is uh, delivered uh, during the episode so i'm gonna also start to uh, repurpose more of the content uh, i've mostly promoted on linkedin uh, a bit on instagram and facebook but uh, i'm gonna use more platforms now but also uh, trying to uh, show that uh, with short audio clip or short text short quote that uh, the episode really has some uh, some value bomb that are great for uh for the listeners uh what will happen as well is uh uh, videos so there will be some uh, video streaming uh and certainly i will use the youtube platform uh so maybe some podcasts will be uh uh, recorded as well uh on uh, on video but uh there could be also some videos that are not necessarily uh uh, the audio or the audio podcast but still on the same topic of uh, consulting and the 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 spirit of the consulting uh, lifestyle. So uh, these are the main uh, changes that will uh, that will happen in the next quarter. Uh, we all know it's difficult to uh, plan uh, uh, beyond the quarter. And um, also, uh, I am uh, banking on the fact that uh, I will spend most of the quarter, if not all the quarter, uh, still in quarantine at home uh this is also something uh, something that i think uh, that is part of the that is part of the plan so uh there could be uh a, a less uh, less episodes uh, don't forget that I've did, I have did put a few uh, uh, a few bonus uh, episodes, not much, I think only one or two, but there could happen more uh, bonus episodes uh, as well so so one episode per week is, uh, is a minimum, it's not a, a, a strict uh, it's not a strict uh, number, so uh, I really hope you enjoy, uh, let me know what you think uh, about what you have heard, so uh, in the first part of the episode I was talking about the initiatives done by the Canadian government of Of course, it it concerns more the Canadian uh, Canadian companies, uh, but uh, also the uh, initiatives that are made by uh, those uh, tech giants like uh, like, uh, Microsoft, Google, uh, SAP, uh, Asana, Salesforce, Dropbox, uh, HelloSign, etc., uh, and then the recap of uh, of all the episodes. You know, uh, uh, in which I went through uh, six topics: so, uh, uh, building a consulting firm, uh, being a successful solo consultant, uh, diversity and inclusion, uh, doing business with the government. Having a virtual business, so all those uh, and and leadership as well. Uh, so uh, all those uh, six topics are, are key. Uh, if you want to uh, to be a successful consultant, you don't need to uh, master all the six. You don't have to be virtual. You don't have to do business with the government. But for sure, you will need the four uh, the four others uh, in order to be uh, to be successful. And then I finished with. Uh, the, what I think about the future uh, for uh, what I plan to do for the, in the future for, uh, for the podcast in that second quarter of 2020 so uh, thank you very much for uh, listening up until now I'm pretty sure it's a pretty long uh, it's a pretty long episode a pretty long uh, solo cast solo podcast uh, but again I have uh, enjoyed uh, doing it let me know what you think about it and um, for sure we will uh, uh, listen and be again together uh, very soon Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Consulting Lifestyle Podcast. Leave a review on iTunes if you have enjoyed the episode and subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified to hear other episodes with your host, Diogène Tyrann de Courin.